whitewashed 35,000 emails. We're listening to Granted, granted, but one does not justify the other. And their circular yeah. logic is so flawed. It's so fundamentally flawed. And so we're talking about national security secrets. It's a cover-up, and the media is covering up for them. Anyway, we're listening to Michael Cohen podcast interview of Cenk Olger of the Young Turks. Justify it and make an allegation that, oh, well, what about Hunter Biden? And by the way, this other thing about the way he was on um, Burisma. Anybody that knows CEOs and boards of whether it's publicly traded companies or, you know, or not, um, not everybody has specific direct information. Maybe they just wanted him because of his name. I mean, how many people sit on school boards that have no educational background? Why? Because of the name. It will drive people to them. You know, just because you don't have a degree in, you know, chemical, uh, whatever it might be, you know, to, to deal with gasoline or, 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 pet, or petroleum or what have you, doesn't mean that you can't be useful to a board. I mean, everybody comes with certain capabilities, certain knowledge, certain benefits, and Look, I can only tell you when Trump had Trump Entertainment Resorts, he had an ex-governor of New Jersey. He had a guy that was in the real estate industry. He had another guy. I mean, what does he know about gambling? Does he know what the percentages are of, you know, slot machines in order to make them ring all the time? I mean, the answer is no. So, you know, that I don't care about. People get certain benefits simply because of who they are. And I don't I don't begrudge hunter biden for doing that nor do i begrudge him for selling a painting to some fool for half a million it doesn't bother me i don't care but but if he was providing them information or his father was doing things that he shouldn't be doing you know what he too will have to answer to the american people for his actions just because you're the president doesn't make you above the law and that's what donald and his sycophantic acolytes have to learn to understand the president, no matter who it is, is not above the law. So it's it's so simple. Well, who cares about Hunter Biden if he broke the law and 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 I uh, got Biden, Joe Biden, to do things he shouldn't have done so that he could get paid? Then they should suffer the consequences. But they're, they're not my uncle. Why do I care about him? But by the way, to be fair again to the right wing, um, nobody in Washington thinks that. Like. Washington is run a lot by corporate Democrats and corporate Republicans. And to them, the family members of the elites are so important. And they are deeply offended if you ever, ever talk about the family members of the elites. So, like, you and I can easily say, if Hunter Biden broke the law, you should go to jail. Very easy, right? But in Washington, they're like, whoa, no, no. You can't talk about Joe Biden's son. Why can't I? I guess I can, right? But right wing, why would you say, like, what you're saying is, well, the Zodiac killer says Charles Manson killed more people, so we should let the Zodiac killer go. No, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. And by the way, in this case, Trump is breaking laws that are way bigger than what Hunter Biden is accused of, right? Not close. 
close, not close. If Hunter Biden had the nuclear secrets on his laptop and he was trying to sell that to to, to other countries, I would say lock up, lock him up, throw away the key. What? That's treason. That's insanity. See, well, honestly, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. So yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer was hungry, and so what? Now you're going to throw him in prison for life because he because he ate somebody. He was hungry. Come on. No, but he would literally say that. Right wing voters would literally say that about Jeffrey Dahmer if Jeffrey Dahmer was their daddy. Okay? There's oh well, I mean, look, those kids had it coming, right? I mean. What are they walking listen, around going into his, near his house for listen, anyway? He was, hey, guys got away. Yeah, he had a big belly. He looked tasty. You know, it's not fair, right? It's like, it's like having a donut in the window if you're hungry. So let me ask you this, Jake. Because I think it's going to be tough for Merrick Garland not to indict Trump over the stolen documents that were retrieved from Mar-a-Lago. But, you know, he... He was late to the January 6th party. And while we now know that the DOJ is investigating Trump in the January 6th insurrection, Garland has been really quiet about it. Do you think that he he has a game plan for how to prosecute Trump? Or is he just trying now not to rile up the Trump base for fear of a civil war? Look, generally speaking, Democrats are pussies, okay? So they're afraid of their own goddamn shadow, uh, and they've been taught by the donor class for 40 years, don't rock the boat, because the donor class loves the status quo. And the status quo, they're at the top, and they're going to stay at the top, okay? So they pay uh, Republicans to be strong and push for more tax cuts for the rich and more deregulation, and they pay Democrats to be weak and say, oh, there's nothing we can do! They did another $2 trillion tax cut for the rich! There's nothing we can do! No, they're liars, and they're paid to be weak. So, Garland is weak, Biden is weak, Schumer's weak, they're all weak. That's why I was wrong about the Trump bet I made with Anna, because I thought, and what a foolish thing to think, that someone would actually stand up to the guy. And for four long years when he was uh, president, no one effectively, strongly stood up to Donald Trump. All of their attacks were around the edges and super weak. So now Garland has to figure out, he's in a tough spot now, because Trump clearly broke the law, and he didn't break it a little, he broke it a lot. I mean, it's not around that. If he just had them a quote letter or secrets, if he just had the letter that he got from Kim Jong-un, how they wanted to make love to one another and all that bullshit, and how I'm all... And he wanted to go and jerk off to that in Mar-a-Lago, let him have it. I don't care. Yeah, that's technically a violation, but I'm not going to arrest a former president because he wanted to keep a love letter from a dictator. I don't care, okay? But if you took the nuclear secrets, you're... It forces Garland's hand, but he's so fucking weak that he's still debating it. He's like, mm, and Biden's debating it. All the Democratic nations are like, oh my God, because they're so scared of Republicans. They're so, they wet their pants thinking about Republicans. And so, look, we're honest. That's why when Republicans say they're betas, there's some truth to it. On the other hand, what happened to the mighty Republican politicians like Ted Cruz and all those guys who were pretending to be tough guys? When Trump said something mean about them, they wet their pants. I mean, Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham go around with the pens right now. Uh, like, he, he called your wife ugly, man. He said your dad killed someone. Are you going to do anything about it? He phone banked for him like a bitch. Like a broken bitch. That's who Ted Cruz is. That's who 98% of Republican politicians are. So I give Trump credit for that. He broke them all. But guys, next time, pick a non-madman dictator. Okay? It's not hard. I'm, I'm not
me ask this because we're talking about Biden. Lots of people like Gavin Newsom as a potential presidential candidate if Biden doesn't run. Now, I know that you have an opinion about Newsom. And further, should Biden run again in 2024 is really the question I want to ask you, especially since he now seems to be on a roll. Yeah. So, look, is he on a roll? He is on a tiny bit of a roll, right? So he he got that if, that so-called Re- Inflation Reduction Act passed. The day we were absurd with that name. That name is so ridiculous, right? But the bill itself is super mediocre, but a little bit better than not having it. So God bless, okay? And they killed Ayman Oswald here. They always give the president credit for that. No, the intelligence guys found him. Well, the president said, yes, kill the leader of al-Qaeda. That's a big deal. Is that he that takes courage? Anybody would say that. Why would he let him go for no goddamn reason? Although Bush and Rumsfeld did do that uh, back in Tora Bora when we had a Bin uh, Laden corner. But overall, these are low bars. But hey, it's, it's momentum, it's momentum. And then most importantly, the student debt relief. And that's real. And that helped 43 million Americans. And so, all right, God bless, okay? But I'm not going to allow mainstream media framing that he's some sort of hero. He didn't do voting rights. He let Republicans gerrymander the hell out of the country. He let them pass all those voting restriction laws. He didn't do a goddamn thing about it. Of course, they kept all the corruption in there that they were supposed to get out with the voting uh, bill. Of course, they kept the corruption. They were never going to be pass a bill that was anti-corruption. He didn't do $15 minimum wage. He didn't do paid family leave. He did child tax credit. It was so popular. They ended it after a year because it was too popular. He didn't do uh, most of the climate change stuff. He didn't do almost any of the healthcare stuff. So should he run again? I think he's too old. I think the mainstream media giving him a pat on the back for doing 15% of his agenda is not nearly good enough. Should he be challenged in the Democratic primaries if he does run? Definitely. Should it be Gavin Newsom? No. Uh, The good news is if Biden runs, Gavin won't because he's too weak. He's an establishment Democrat and he'll uh, bow down to authority. That's how they are. They're very obedient uh, when it comes to uh, leadership, right? Yeah. So, but Gavin, Gavin is just a very standard politician who's an actor. He's a, he's a better actor than some of the other politicians, but the mainstream media never tells you the guy's full of shit. He, he had an opportunity to put a ballot measure on for $18 minimum wage in California. It has, it's, whether you like that or not, it has 75% popularity in California among all voters. Among Democrats, is over ninety percent popular. Eighty Democrats say they're eighty uh, percent of Democrats say they're more likely to show up to vote if it's on the uh, ballot. It's a no-brainer, total no-brainer. Gavin Newsom doesn't do it. Why? Because he's taking money from the Chamber of Commerce. I can give you a hundred examples like that. So I don't need another lying politician like Gavin Newsom. I need a strong lion, a, a progressive who's willing to actually do battle in politics. And the number one person would have, Michael, is the mainstream media. And they would not, nine out of ten times, they would not give that person airtime. They would just ridicule them, lie about them, and then never give them the mic. If you give, they give one strong progressive the mic in this country, it, we will take over the country easily because we are right and we're telling the truth, and we're actually trying to look out for real Americans and give them higher wages, health care, etc. So then, Jink, let me ask you this, because yeah. you've been dedicated to reforming the United States campaign finance system for, for many years now, and a decade ago, you founded something called Wolfpack. 
if you do me a favor, explain to my audience what what the Wolf Pack does and how the fight is going now. Will Citizens United yeah. ever be overturned? Yeah. So, uh, the I reason I started Wolf Pack is because line. every story I did came back to the same conclusion, already. which was whoever has more money wins. Period. There, I just solved it, okay? I just, I can save Washington Post and those guys, like, millions of barrels of uh, ink, okay? It's the money. And by the way, the Washington Post, back when they weren't corrupt, they're the ones who coined the phrase, follow the money. That's all I did. And I can tell you who's going to win every bill based on who has more money, every time, okay? So, then I thought, well, what am I going to do? doing a depressing show where I keep telling the audience that corrupt sons of bitches at the top are going to win every time? No, I said, let's go do something about it. The rest of the media said, oh, you're not allowed to be activists. Oh, yeah? Kiss my ass. Who made the rules? Where are they? Is that a law? That's not a law. That's your etiquette that nobody should ever change anything because you're paid to manufacture consent. So I said, no, I'm going to start a group that's going to get money out of politics. How? This is where the problem is, Michael. In order to... Even if you pass the law, which would be so hard in Congress, because almost everybody in Congress is corrupt, because they got there through taking the corrupt money, right? Well, the Supreme Court would just say, no, it's against Citizens United. These wonderful people like Sheldon Adelson gave Trump over $100 million twice. They'd be like, no, he's not bribing him. He's just talking to him with money. That's what the idiots on the, that's what the corrupt members of the Supreme Court say. So now, since you're stuck, because you can't pass a bill, and even if you pass the bill, the Supreme Court would kill it. You only have one choice. It's logical. There's no other logical option. Run you must get a constitutional amendment that clarifies that money is not speech, that it's not, that that money in politics is bribery. We cannot have private financing of elections. If we have private financing, all the politicians will just work for the people who sign their checks, right? So in order to get an amendment, it's super hard. There's only two options in the Constitution. One is get two-thirds of Congress to propose it, and then get three-quarters of the states to ratify the proposal. Now, how are you going to get two-thirds of Congress not that this got into power by taking bribes to vote against bribes? It's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to happen in a million years, right? Good news, there's a second option in the Constitution. You get two-thirds of the states to call for a convention where you can propose it, where the American people can propose an amendment. So that's the logical answer. The problem is, my God, does the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, if they're united on one thing, it's this. They hate that option. Because that would give power to the people. And it would take power away from the corrupt politicians. So if you go right now, the Democratic Party is doing bigger propaganda against that movement than the Republican Party is. They're like, don't do change. Oh my God, a convention would be changed. Do not do it. And they're making up crazy stuff. They're like, oh, they're going to take away all gay rights. They're going to put aliens in charge. They're going to. They make up the most insane stuff, like Trump level lunacy, right? And I always ask them, wait a minute, wait a minute. The second step of the Constitution is super clear. You can read it. If you, if you can read it, understand English. It says in the Constitution, three quarters of the states must ratify, no matter what. So how are you going to get three quarters of the states to ratify something super conservative or something super liberal? You're not going to get that. The only thing that three quarters of the states can ratify is the one thing all Americans agree on, which is that money in politics sucks and it has the 
destroyed our democracy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to debate you on that at all. This dark. We need to get this dark money out of politics because you're right. When you're up against the Sheldon Adelsons, um, when you're up against the Koch brothers, when you're up against Rupert Murdoch and Fox News, you know. Um, I mean, now of course, of course, the right will turn around and say, "Well, fuck you, lefty. You've George Soros and so on." It's amazing how George, it's amazing how George Soros gets blamed for everything. Half the time he's not even invested in this at all. He hasn't given a dollar to it, or has not endorsed it, or spoken about it. But it's an easy. It's like it's the same way that everything that goes wrong for Donald Trump. Yeah, what about Hunter Biden? What about Hillary Clinton? What about what about you know Barack Obama? I mean, this is this is the sort of nonsense. But there's there's dark money. Don't get me wrong in in the left, uh, but you don't have like the Mike Lindells, right? You don't have the 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 Cokes. You don't have you know the Sheldon Adelsons that that are there. You know, there's so much money on the Republican side, more more than on the Democrat. Now there may be more Democrats, but the amounts of money that Republicans give to their causes, to their candidates, because it's financially in their best interest. Look, I know, and I have the Republican donor list, because despite being a Democrat, I was made the vice chair of the RNC Finance Committee. So I have the list of all the donors. I was calling them, and I can I cannot even begin to tell you how many of them stroked me out. Million dollar checks after 10 seconds of being on the phone. It's it goes to show you we gotta get dark money out of out of politics. But Jake, as we you know, as we now end you know the program, because uh, you know it's an hour long and time really flew by. Um, I have one last question for you. You and your colleagues at the Young Turks are on the front lines trying to save the democracy. But with all you know. Is there a sense that corporate America would be okay with a fascist or authoritarian-style government? I mean, so long as they were pulling all the strings and profiting from the regime, I suspect that they would be. But can we trust corporations not to throw our democracy away because it's maybe not as profitable, you know, as an ununionized dictatorship might be? So, Michael, uh, those last two topics are going to wrap up uh, kind of perfectly because... In this country, we had already trashed democracy. Not just Citizens United, but decisions that were made in the 1970s. Uh, both Bilotti and Buckley v. Vallejo uh, got unlimited money into politics. And what that did was it allowed very specifically corporations to give money to politicians. Mm-hmm. Unlimited money. And, and if you read the Founding Fathers, which I did, and I, I got a book that's going to come out. You can get it at justiceiscomingbook.com. And I explained there, the Founding Fathers hated corporations. They, the American Revolution was partly uh, a revolution against the British East India Company. Uh, it was a revolution against a company more than an empire. Okay, And they said in all their writings, watch out. When you a lot of corporations, they're going to take over. And, it, and it's because it's logically so. They're going to accumulate money. Money is power. They're going to use that to cement their power so they can have money forever, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's exactly what's happened. And so they had an oligarchy in this country. And now Trump came in, and in a sense, he was a meteor into that oligarchy. And again, there, the right-wing voters were right. You want to bust up the oligarchy, right? But you busted it up with a dictator wannabe. So now, corporations in the beginning gave tons of money to uh, Trump. Why? Because 
because he promised him a $2 trillion tax cut, and he gave it to him. That's the one thing he delivered on. He took the corporate tax rate down from 35% to 21%. And they were supposed to take out loopholes. You know how many loopholes they took out? None. Zero. Okay? So all the loopholes are still in. He gave corporations everything they wanted. So at that point, you're thrilled with them. Okay? And they're telling their Democratic politicians, be cool, be your normal pussy selves, let the guy run roughshod. Okay? But then Trump being Trump was like, I don't want an oligarchy. I want just me to be right. I don't take orders from corporate executives. No, I'm going to give the orders. And then at that point, corporate executives and donors were like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. We don't want a monopoly. We want an oligarchy. Because if you have a dictator, the dictator, I mean, I just had this conversation with a so-called uh, right-wing philosopher, Curtis Yarwin, and Peter Thiel, and uh-huh. Jake Vance, and Blake Masters, and Steve Bannon all quote, right? Tucker Carlson, they all quote him, etc. right? Yarwin is arguing for a monarch. What's a monarch? That's a dictator. And I asked him a simple question that none of them can answer. If you have a dictator, how do you know he won't execute you? Right. And you know, I mean, we're in all fairness, we saw what Mohammed bin Salman did when he became the deputy crown prince. We already know that 25% of every company in Russia is controlled by the government, which is Vladimir Putin. We see what's going on with Kim Jong-un. The country is starving to death, yet he looks like he's been eating kind of well. So, yeah, that's exactly what happens. All of a sudden, Trump wakes up the next day. He says, hey, Elon Musk, how much are you worth? So he turns around and he puts his, you know... Uh, his jacket straight, he fixes his hair. I don't know, about $310 billion. He goes, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're worth two. So he goes, what the fuck are you talking about, two? Where's the other 308? He goes, I'm taking it. What are you going to do? Really? You're going to say, no, I'll tell you what. How about this? I'm going to treat you the same way Kim Jong-un treated his uncle. I'm going to tie you to a fucking tree, and I'm going to blow the tree up with a, with a, with a rocket. Right? Which is what he did. Took a missile and he blew up the tree with his uncle attached to it to send a message. Michael, if if Trump was fully in charge in the way that he wants, and by the way, he has said about Kim Jong-un that he loves the way that everybody's forced to applaud Mm -hmm. when he comes into a room. Everybody stands and applauds. He he wants to be a dictator so bad. But if he trashed democracy, just the ways that he's talking about now, how sure, having worked with him for years and years and years, how sure are you that he would go and extort the money of all the wealthy and take it for himself. 100%. 100%. And that's ex- that's what he would do. And he, it's his ego. He truly believes that he's better, smarter, um, you know, and should be the richest man in the world. That's just... You know, that's just what he thinks. But, you know, Jake, let me again, you know, thank you for your candor. Thank you for joining me. Uh, It's good to see you again, my friend. And, you know, let's just continue to stay in touch because we have a lot of work to do. I mean, there's what, under 70 days before the November. And we all have a lot to do to ensure that, you know, a blue wave um, hits instead of a red wave. So let me thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate my one last thing. Sorry, one last thing. Look, guys. Don't get despondent. Your two choices are not corporate corruption or a dictator. There's a third choice. You can actually elect people who are uncorrupt. Whether they're right wing or left wing, look up who does not take corporate PAC money. Go join Wolfpack, wolf-pack.com. And and guys, don't vote buy into bullshit anti-Semitic conspiracy theories either. And people always talk about Soros. 
because why all the Jewish puppet masters stuff? Coke isn't Jewish. Mercers aren't Jewish. Most of the donors are not Jewish. It doesn't have anything to do with that, okay? But the donor class cares about one color, green, money, okay? You have to end their power, uh, irrespective of their right or their left or their Jewish or their Christian or their Muslim. Look at that corrupt Mohammed bin Salman, and he's Muslim. Look at that corrupt Putin, as he's Christian, right? So make sure we end the power of the corrupt. Wolf-pack.com. And, and listen to Michael's podcast. Watch TYT. Get the truth. Thank you, Jenk. And um, like I said, which, stay which, in touch because we have a lot to do. Absolutely. And now for today's mega culpa. Winners write history, but not in the case of the Civil War. When statues of Civil War heroes, and he's better, smarter, um, you know, and should be the richest man in the world. That's just, you know, that's just what he thinks. But, you know, Jake, let me again, you know, thank you for your candor. Thank you for joining me. Uh, it's good to see you again, my friend. And, you know, let's just continue to stay yeah. in touch because we have a lot of work to do. I mean, there's, what, under 70 yeah. days before the November. And we all have a lot to do to ensure that, you know, a blue wave um, hits instead of a red wave. So let me thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate my one last thing. Sorry, one last thing. Look, guys, don't get despondent. Your two choices are not corporate corruption or a dictator. There's a third choice. You can actually elect people who are uncorrupt, man. Whether they're right wing or left wing, look up who does not take corporate PAC money. Go join Wolfpack, wolf-pack.com. And, and guys, don't go buy into bullshit anti-Semitic conspiracy theories either. And people always talk about Soros. Because why all oh, the Jewish puppet masters stuff? Coke isn't Jewish. Mercers aren't Jewish. Most of the donors are not Jewish. It doesn't have anything to do with that, okay? But the donor class cares about one color, green, money, okay? You have to end their power, irrespective of their right or their left or their Jewish or their Christian or their Muslim. Look at that corrupt Mohammed bin Salman, and he's Muslim. Look at that corrupt Putin, as he's Christian, right? So... Make sure we end the power of the corrupt. Wolf-pack.com and, and listen to Michael's podcast. Watch TYT. Get the truth. Thank you, Jenk. And um, like I said, stay in touch because we have a lot to do. Absolutely. I already covered Michael's podcast. And now for today's mayor culpa. Cover all the right history, democracy but not podcast. in the case of the Civil War. When statues of Civil War heroes like Jefferson Davis and Robert E. Lee were being taken out of town squares. Many Southerners saw the move as an erasure of their special history and their culture. Special white history and culture that ignored the deeper ramifications that the statues represented. The Charlottesville riot started over the removal of racist symbolism that some would argue kept the old slave-owning South alive for everyone. Black and white, and when folks wonder why we are still at war over race in America, it is partially because in the South, white privilege has been protected and coddled since the Civil War. For Reconstruction to fully take place in the South, reassurances were given to Southerners, telling them that they don't have to change, that they were free to keep their heroes, their Confederate flags, and their dominion over black people. Racism is historic in the U.S., and no matter how some states would like to rewrite history, slavery was the reason for the Civil War. And until we as a country really have a true racial reckoning, we will be doomed to repeat history. Now, I'm not suggesting we teach Southerners to hate their Southern ancestors or the 
espouses a very narrow definition of American identity. Like the Old South, it insists that we have always been and must always remain a white Christian nation. White supremacy is accepted, maybe not embraced, but MAGAs have a coded language of racism that uses programs like affirmative action to illustrate how blacks supposedly have an unfair advantage over whites. Hello? They don't, but it's all sort of like a group denial of what America really is, which is the most diverse nation on the planet. But Trump, who was a fucking racist himself, had his own list of undesirables that included Mexicans and Muslims, refugees, immigrants, and the LGBTQ plus communities. When it comes to anti-Semitism, MAGA has taken a page directly from the Nazi playbook. In 2016, Trump tweeted an image of Hillary against a background of $100 bills with the phrase, most corrupt candidate ever, framed by a star of David. Weird thing about the Nazis, they banned books, they invented fake news, and called the media the true enemy of the people. Where have I heard that before? Where have you heard that before? 16 states have laws prohibiting critical race theory now. I mean, for God fucking sake, 16. Why are we placing white fear of history and just going along with this bullshit? By not actively disagreeing, we are telling MAGAs that they are winning. We have let them keep their hero, Donald Trump, their fucking flags and their stupid ass MAGA fucking red hats, even after they attempted an insurrection that nearly toppled the nation. Well, guess what, MAGA assholes? You're fucking lost, and this time, we can't let the losers rewrite history. And thanks for listening. Mia Culpa is brought to you by Audio Up, Minus Touch, and LSJ Media, written by Jimmy Jelinek and Paula Killen. Our editor and managing producer is Lisa Orkin. Our executive producers are Jared Gustad, Jimmy Jelinek, and myself, Michael Cohen, along with Phil Auerstadt. It may be a new day politically, but nowadays the landscape is more confusing than ever. Donald Trump may have lost the battle for the presidency, but in many ways, Trumpism is still winning the war on the state and local level. Maya Culpa is here to help guide you through the wilderness and keep you informed. And let's face it, we all want Trump, Rudy, and the rest of these seditious traitors to see justice. And folks, I promise you, it's coming. So stay tuned as I guide you through the twists and turns of the criminal process that will ultimately see them behind bars. Mea culpa, nothing but the truth. Yourself.
Oh, brownie! Oh, brownie! Anyway, yeah, um, if you like that podcast, go check out another one of mine. I cover all the pro-democracy podcasts. I cover the Uncharted. In fact, maybe I should go cover it right now. Go for bike ride. Okay, see you guys later. Bye. Wear a freaking mask. Don't be an idiot. Wear a mask.